before we start, I just would like to uh, start with a small story. Uh, there used to be, there was a Japanese uh, general, uh, Nebunaga, and he decided to attack his enemy. Uh, even though he had only one soldier to the, the enemy's 10, that I'm talking about the proportion of uh, uh, the army that he had, he was sure he would win, but his soldiers were full of fear. On the way to the battlefield, they stopped at, uh, at a shrine called Shino Shrine, Shinto Shrine, sorry. And uh, General uh, Nagunaga said to his army, I shall now toss a coin. If it's heads, we shall win. And if it's tails, we shall lose. Destiny will now reveal it herself, he said. And uh, so he tossed the coin and lo and behold, it was heads. The soldiers were so keyed up for the fight and uh, that they wiped out the enemy. And the next day an aide said to Nebunaga, no one can change destiny, destiny isn't it? And uh, General Nebunaga said, yes, right. And he showed him the coin that was heads on both the sides. So, well, this morning, I just want to leave you with three points, uh, dear friends. One is boosting our confidence is always a problem. It's not the winning of the battle that is the problem. Second, we need to convince ourselves that we can do it and we will. And the third point is you have the option to make or mar your future. So with that, I'll leave you with three questions before I begin this uh, study this morning. What gives me confidence? What makes me fear failure? And the third question I would like to ask you is, who decides my or your destiny? Dear friends, just give me a moment while I just share uh, the screen with you. Well, in times like these, when there's so much of trial and tribulation in this pandemic, people have lost their jobs, people have lost their dear ones and near ones, people have got into a grip of fear because of so many situations they are into, either they are unwell or they are scared that they may contract the disease and so many things that, you know, that, that has caught their heart in fear. So this morning, I just want you to remind, I want to remind you that we all have a God who calls us and we need to listen to his call. And if we listen to his call, there are certain things that there are many things, many good things that can happen in our lives. First of all, if we don't know who we are, we'll never know how we ought to live. I just talked to you about this uh, story of this uh, General Nebunaga. I, I named it as a destiny in a tossed coin. Here, we are talking about a secular uh, instrument that is a coin, which happened to be their destiny. But what I would like to bring to you this morning is God's destiny for us. So before I go into the details of the message, I would like to read this one verse from you. That's the God's promise, which is a true promise for us. It says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. Now, if you have given your life to Christ, dear friends, you are a new creation. Whether you feel like it or not, 
you are a new, new creation. So what does that mean? What really happens to us when we believe in Christ? Now, let me list some seven gifts that God gives us when you commit your life to Christ. The very first one is our identity. Okay, and that's the verse that I told you, 2 Corinthians 5.17. In identifying ourselves in Christ and hearing his call or listening to his call, I would say listening to his call more than hearing. Hearing is just, you know, in the passing you can hear, but listening is when you intently listen to God's word and his call. So the first thing that comes into your life is a new relationship, dear friends. When we give our lives and share and listen to God's call, he gives us a new relationship. Once we were separated from God because of our sins, and not just separated, but alienated from him, the Bible says that we were excluded without hope and without God in the world. It says in Ephesians 2.12. Yes, the first thing that happened when you committed your life to Christ is that God gave you a new relationship. He is now loving Heavenly Father, and you are now his child, spiritually reborn into his family. And the next thing that God gives you when you give yourself to Christ and when you listen to his call is a new citizenship. Now, you are still a citizen of a particular country, I know that, but now you are also a citizen of the kingdom of God. Now, how does it matter? As long as we are on this earth, we possess dual citizenship. On one hand, we owe allegiance to our nation and are called to be good citizens nevertheless, but we are also citizens of the kingdom of God and that invisible kingdom of which Christ is the head. Our supreme loyalty is to him. And if someone demands we do wrong, we must obey God rather than men. And that's what it says in Acts chapter five, verse 29. And someday, dear brothers and sisters, the Bible tells us this world's kingdom will become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he will reign forever and ever, as it says in Revelations chapter 11, verse 15. Having said that, now that you have a new citizenship, he gives you a new family. This is the third point I want to bring to your mind and uh, memory this morning. Not only does God give a new relationship with himself and make us citizens of his kingdom, but he also gives us a new family that is the family of God. And that's an eternal family, dear friends. There is no fights. There is no quarrels. There is no differences there. We are all one in the body of Christ in the family of God. You are not just related to God. You are now related to other believers as well. I think that is something that we need to understand very, very intently. Everyone who truly believes in Jesus Christ is now your spiritual brother or sister. And I'm sure all of you understand that. This is one reason why you are never alone. And if you know Christ and if you've heard his call, you are part of God's family with brothers and sisters in Christ who love you and want to help you if you will let them to do that. And with that, I would like to bring in the fourth point, having given you a new family, he also gives you a new purpose. Now, some people are very focused, using all their energies to reach their goals. Others drift through life with little purpose or direction, 
living for the moment and never thinking about where they are headed. But most people probably live somewhere in between. But they all have this in common. They are living only for themselves and their own happiness. I'm sure you all will agree to that. But when we come to Christ and when we hear Christ's calling, God gives us a new purpose in life, dear brothers and sisters. Now, we want to live for Christ and not just ourselves. And when we get that new purpose in our life, you also are delivered with a new power from Christ. One of the Bible's most comforting truths is that when we came to Christ and when we heard his call, his true calling, God himself comes to live within us by his Holy Spirit. When you come to Christ, the Holy Spirit comes to live within you, dear friends. And God has given us a new purpose, but without a new power, we'll never be able to achieve it. Trust me, dear friends. And Jesus promised us, you'll, you'll receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. It says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, I want you to remember that verse. We were not meant to live the Christian life in our own strength. God has provided his spirit to help us. And that is the Holy Spirit. We need to take, up the, take help of the Holy Spirit in order to exercise this power that he's given us. Else we will not be able to do it ourselves. And the next thing with that, God has given us a new destiny. Now, you see, the government keeps talking about conversion. What exactly is the word conversion mean? Conversion means change. Does it mean change of, does it mean change of religion? No. The most radical change of all when we come to Christ is that God gives us a new destiny. Now, once we were headed for hell, now we are headed for heaven. Once we were born for eternal separation from God, and now we live with him forever. Once we had no hope of eternal life, but now we do. The Bible says in Romans 6, 23, the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is the eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. How beautiful it is. And what a privilege it is when we are in Christ, when we hear his call. In the midst of life's problems and heartaches, never forget, dear brothers and sisters, that this life is temporary. One day, all our burdens will be cast aside and we will be with Christ forever. Before us is a new destiny when we belong to him. And with that, he gives us a beautiful new journey of life. Remember, when we come to Christ, God gives us a whole new life, a whole new relationship, a new citizenship, a new family, a new purpose, a new power, a new destiny. Do not ever take lightly what Christ did for you on the cross, dear friends. And do not ever take lightly what God has given you if you have turned to Christ in repentance and faith and what, how he has called you to be his own. But this is not the end of his bounty. For God also gives us one final gift, a new journey, a whole new path to follow until the day he takes us to heaven. In fact, last Saturday, we, were, uh, we had a beautiful uh, message by uh, Brother Paul uh, Balasundaram from uh, Hyderabad, Union of CBMC Morning Fellowship. And he mentioned uh, a few points there, which was really, really 
so intriguing for me. He said, we need to hold on to this journey. I mean, he, he put it in different words though, but your decision for Christ is not an end, but a beginning. The beginning of a whole new life, dear brothers and sisters. We are not only called to become Christians, but we are also called to be Christians. The Christian life is a new journey, dear friends. One that will take us the rest of all our lives. And with that, I just want to leave you with two promises that uh, God gives us. One is from 1 Peter 1.3. It says, praise be to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And the second one is Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Dear brothers and sisters, this morning, let us think about these seven new gifts that God has given us in this new beginning. It's, it's a time of realigning and restoration from God. And God is definitely telling us that, dear brothers, and sisters, dear sons and daughters, this is not a time for you to fear. This is a time for you to realign yourself, to restore yourself to my calling and to my love and grace. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Be blessed.